0: Fuck me gently if a chainsaw. Heather's is coming up next.
1: Haven't seen it with Tim Sestito and Tommy Tevenay. hello everybody welcome on in thank you all so much for listening today this is a podcast where one of us is watching a movie for the very first time today that is myself tommy have you seen heathers before yeah this is like my third or fourth watch uh, third or fourth watch this is me coming in here <laughs> we are also joined by our special guest returning to the pod connor dowling welcome back thanks for how having are you this-
2: fellows and listeners
1: thanks for coming back on here I do like that. My mom was just like, "There's so much cursing on the podcast. Can you stop it?" And then Tommy leads it off with an F bomb directly <laughs> off the top. And I was like, "The podcast is good, but there's just a lot of cursing." And then Tommy just drops, yeah. drops an F bomb. Oh, we, like, we, immediately. We, we go we go full blue on this podcast. <laughs> well, we, I I know Tommy. I was giving you feedback, and uh, <laughs> it it's it was just funny. I felt like uh, so Heather's. Uh, interesting movie. I, I usually go into these movies blind, like not really knowing much about it. Other than it was like a Christian Slater Winona Ryder breakout movie for them. And uh, yeah, to say I was a little bit surprised by the movie would be an understatement. Uh, very dark,
2: very, very <laughs> that, dark, movie. dark comedy
0: yeah dark dark as hell right here so i mean like it works uh this is a movie i think is a litmus test for uh, a lot of my friendships i remember i chose me <laughs> to a friend uh so tim tim no pressure no pressure right right now whatsoever <laughs> but uh I remember, we're already I guess,
2: getting into the click vibe already like uh <laughs> what do you think otherwise you're not part of the club
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly Put you on the spot right now first impressions <laughs>
1: My first, I mean, I thought it was a good movie. I just wasn't particular particularly in the mood after working all day to then throw on Heather's and then, like, watch that. Like, not really knowing what it was, and like, it's a very mean movie. Like the first oh, five minutes of this, it's movie extremely is
2: mean. Is it's mean. extremely dark. It's extremely mean. It's very,
1: very, very mean movie. um But we'll dive into it a little bit more later. Uh, as always, we usually kick it off with something we've watched lately. Dowling, why don't you kick us off?
2: Oh, okay. You know what? It it was actually really fascinating, and I truly enjoyed it. At the end of my summer, I usually have some time before the school year starts, and uh, I revisited the show Entourage mm. and the Entourage movie the entourage now, movie i remember that i'm in i'm good. an old I man i haven't seen either <laughs> oh oh they're they're quite good i'm an old man and i was living in queens when entourage came out and that's like a very big theme of their
1: identity the yeah. the
2: main characters their identity of course and like was waiting tables and grinding when that movie came out And it was so funny to watch it as an older fella who's a dad who has kids. And a couple of the things that I thought were so cool, I was like, oh, my God. God." But, like, it was still funny. It still holds up. But, like, it's just a decade gives you a lot of different perspective, you know? And I feel like that holds true for this movie, too i was about to say like yeah yeah (laughs) generate yo generations are a real thing it really is (laughs) like (laughs) like, everyone liked dane cook in 2000s and everyone liked rollerblading in the 90s and everyone pretends they (laughs) did (laughs) it
0: you're holding the flame for rollerblading and everybody (laughs) and
1: everybody (laughs) in the 80s pretended you know wanted to blow up their school and then everybody pretended like they did that was so, yeah.
2: how you were edgy in the 80s? It, it's <laughs> like that was like the beginning of goth. <laughs> I wasn't alive, 70s, so was, 70s was punk, 80s yeah. was goth,
0: yeah. Cure, Joy Division, all the yeah. order, oh, God all the best.
2: <laughs> I love them <laughs> all. Right. Tommy, what about you? Uh, so
0: speaking on the goth theme, uh, I watched a Tim Burton movie last week, uh, called Frankenweenie. Um nice little cute movie. Uh, you know, I decided to fuck it, like, you know, end of the day. I'll just put on this movie. if that was a nice little charming movie. Uh Renault Ryder is also in it as she's in so many timber movies. And it was just a very charming uh like ode to like you know, the universal horror movies. And I thought the animation was just really fun and like you know, similar night before a Christmas vibe, which Tim, I don't think you've ever seen that before Christmas, right?
1: No, maybe as a kid, I'd have to really think about it to be honest.
0: Oh, All right, that's a good
2: one.
1: That's a Halloween pick right there for us. But
0: uh,
2: yeah.
1: Frankenweenie,
0: very fun little charming movie. But yeah, it, overall, you get a Tim Burton uh, pastiche, and I'm okay. With it.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's part of that trilogy of Nightmare Before Christmas, Frankenweenie, Corpse Bride, Tim Burton vibe. Like, there's an <laughs> internet uh, kind of meme that the dog from all three is the same dog.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I can definitely see that. <laughs> very
2: cute. Very cute. And it works nice when you have kids because it's a Halloween movie and it's a yeah. Christmas movie.
1: <laughs> Never for Christmas, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh,
1: I also, in the cutesy realm of things, uh, saw a Cinderella story, which I think I remember seeing like when I was like seven in Lake George. It's the George. Russell, it's Russell Crowe one, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is the Hillary Duff one. Uh, it's a. Oh, oh. A- I like her. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's a cute little movie. You know, it's like a very uh, very tongue in cheek. It, it's like the opposite of this kind of satire, where they definitely there's <laughs> a little satir- satirical elements. Not nothing like Heather's, but still slightly satirical. But <laughs> basically, Hillary just, nothing's like gets, Heather's. <laughs> you know, her dad dies, and the ugly. You know, the the stepmother played by Jennifer Coolidge, who was excellent in this, and then she meets her her prince charming right at the big school dance and it's a chase to find her cute little movie uh i enjoyed it you know n- nothing to nothing i felt like uh you know didn't change my world or anything but it,
2: nice it was, little rom-com with the girlfriend right
1: yeah it was a nice little movie and uh yeah I don't know. I also watched Ghostbusters recently. to kids oh, off boogie season. I just season. watched that with my kids. It's a great movie. <laughs> it was the best. It's a great movie. <laughs> Lightning in a bottle. You can't re- replicate it. You can't make a sequel to it. It just works in its own little world, and then from there, you just you you should have just let it die. You, but but they can't. You, they can't. They're you, still going to keep making new ones. One
2: and you, two you, are you. great.
1: You Lead off of some shitty Hillary Duff movie, you just drop the bomb and you watch
2: Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it wasn't shitty. Whoa, it was, so, was you sandbagging son of a gun. <laughs> well, I was following in your, I wanted to put something that wasn't... I was in on Hillary Duff. Then he sets the hook with Ghostbusters. <laughs> hey,
1: you know, I'm a man of uh mystery and intrigue, you know, I, you never know what's going to come out of my mouth, apparently. Oh, we know it's going to drop movie. out of Tommy's, but you know. Not <laughs> not. That was a cursing joke. That was a
2: cursing joke. Well, and- I feel like I have very small windows to be able to curse. Just you know, three daughters, wife, high school teacher. Like, there's not a lot of windows. So, yeah. like, I usually let it rip with when I'm with the boys. But then <laughs> I heard your mom caught me, and I'm instantly feeling shame. <laughs> oh <laughs> but, yeah, that's I- right. I'm <laughs> cleaning I've had up had the no podcast. Shame, <laughs>
1: i've had you no listen, shame about cursing you started
2: watching <laughs> south park when you were three shocker yeah. <laughs>
1: exactly exactly very very shocking that tommy uh so, does not have yeah. any filter on that whatsoever i,
0: I, I guess to leave us off from the heathers my t inks bullshit uh bullshit has a podcast now <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it does
1: so anyway this <laughs> this is heathers
0: i've got no control over myself when i'm with jd
2: Veronica and J.D., that righteous dude, have a growing relationship. No way. Based on trust. Maybe. Love. Oh, yeah, that's it. And murder. Now you're talking. Run. Usually, murder isn't funny. At Westerberg, it's a cause for celebration. Everybody Heathers, run. rated R. Queen has but a gun.
1: So this is a Black comedy from 1989 starring Winona Ryder, Christian Slater. I I, had only known of this movie really as like the, the breakout for, for both of them kind of, or like their big break. But mm-hmm. I, I understand now that this movie kind of got more of a cult status to it over the years. Like totally. it made $1.1 million
2: at the box office. Uh, It did set and, the world on
0: fire.
1: <laughs> it was a
2: yeah. big VHS movie. A lot of blockbuster rentals on this bad boy
1: yeah yeah and um, i i can i can see that uh you know maybe not wanting to be the not wanting to be the movie that you that's gonna you know set the box office on fire uh which ends with a nice dose of domestic terrorism uh so for you tommy this is your third or fourth time watching it why is this movie for you the the friendship barometer test <laughs> I just think that there's like a there's a,
0: there's a certain like level of humor of black comedy that people either get or don't get, and I'm someone who likes to get really dark with my humor sometimes. And I remember I watched this show, this movie to someone like three or four years ago, and after it was over, my friend just said that was a weird movie, and I was like, oh, yeah. We're not we're
2: close. done here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we're not that close.
0: Right here. It's just something about like the script of this movie that you know the uh the one-liners over and over and over again. I mean like it is dark but it's not dark to the point that I get depressed or bummed out. Whereas Tim thought that like you you thought what like we watch this after work like oh this is why am I watching this depressing movie? I was laughing my was ass dep- off. <laughs> I didn't
1: think it was depressing. I just thought it was like I didn't like the way it set the tone at the beginning and I get why they did it. It was just a very, it was very, very mean uh, opening with, so we learned that uh, Veronica played by Winona Ryder is able to forge anybody's note or whatever, which leads to her writing suicide notes, but she writes a, a sexually charged letter to the to the ugly girl at the end of the lunch table from one of the quarterbacks. And I was like, oh, yeah. Uh like I, I didn't like that i mean i it made sense yeah. themat- it made sense in, thematically it just put like I, a wrong in in, man. in
0: many in many ways and not in terms of popularity but in terms of like tone this is a great sister movie to like uh mean girls you know you can see direct oh, correlation totally oh yeah
2: and there's it's definitely the a lot different of, generation of yeah.
1: it 100%. and uh, honestly and not to, to tie it back in terms of like the uh a Cinderella story, the movie I was talking about before. In that movie, there's a big. Always bring up the shitty Hilary Duff movie. I like Hilary Duff. <laughs> no, but there's I'm like part McGuire of the satirical fan. nature was about the like the the caste system of popularity within that school, and that was like yeah. very evident here. So it obviously borrowed some of its oh. DNA. It's, some, it's something well, that's like that's prevalent, prevalent time. in the very prevalent in the 80s, 90s, oh. 2000s well, so, in so, movies. It, it's especially. the
2: same thing with different dressing having. Personally, been in high school for twenty-two plus years. Wow, I'm, I'm real telling you, yeah, no, no, are re- those don't worry, I'm are really hard. A yeah, keep the party going. <laughs> I'm giving it a try. No, I've been in high school for twenty-two years. Yeah, it's always the same. It's how it's discussed. Yeah, you gotta rate Heather's as a product of its time. Grunge was totally in when this came out it was
0: right around the doorstep, 89,
2: right? No, in the thick of it, like that was when it was, it was all going. And like the idea of like being cheerful for your school and having this like eighties, like proudness about things like the, the Reagan, like this was the complete counterculture. And I feel like Tim thinks it's being mean, like, The whole thing is incredibly satirical, but kids were a lot more openly forward mean. It's much more disguised now. Like
1: it's it's online online now. Yes, of
2: course. Back then there was no online. There was no anything. It was, I'm going to tell everyone what you did. Like I am like by 8am tomorrow, you are ruined, like how how Heather uh, Heather One basically threatens Veronica. Like it was very, yeah. that there was a small window of where you could be cool, and it was at school, and that was it. That was your whole it, life. Uh, uh, let me, it let, me clarif- let me clarify though. I, when I say it looked, it just
1: like not knowing where this movie was gonna go, it just it felt very bluntly mean oh. like I, I'm not discrediting so, it just put like in terms of that dark humor I like dark humor typically that like I liked the opening sequence of the croquet oh, and yeah. into the, like into the overvoice narration I didn't necessarily love that but it like pays off oh. later and totally. at the very end of the movie as well
2: and it's the vibe it's that stepford vibe of like we play croquet we dress this way like it's yeah it, we very... all have the same name like if it came out today it would be called karen's you know so t-
0: yeah exactly tim as someone who never saw this movie i mean like how hard a right turn did it feel like when uh you know they give uh Heather won the cup of drain out right there, and she just Take dies right there.
1: Really, really right turn.
0: <laughs> well, you be like, like, oh, Timmy got
1: I, me. An Watch some shitty the, horror movie. And I felt the no. Well, I felt the. Well, I knew if Dowling was coming on for this one, he was not going to do any sh- some shitty horror movie.
2: Tommy, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am quite weak in constitution when it comes to horror movies. <laughs> yeah, so he, I knew that wasn't going to happen. But
1: like, it was the the scene before that where they go to the the party. Uh, the frat party and mm-hmm. like the one veronica like is pretty much the one heather heather sorry co- yes. coerced into to having sex and mm-hmm. then and then veronica is basically like puking, you know, puking yes. and, and stuff and i'm like right okay, like i'm fires. seeing where this dark <laughs> satire is I didn't expect Jade. Well, I, I guess the big shock was when he shoots the two guys with like blank bullets. I don't at know. The
2: that was incredible shock. I felt the tone changed. And it's, it's the part of the movie where I'm like, oh, this is serious. When he looks at the cup Veronica takes and realizes it's the hull cleaner and yes. not the orange and milk. And he knew it.
0: And yeah, he, he knew it let her
2: do it. That is when I'm like, oh. This got real. This <laughs> is re- They're gonna kill this chick, and she doesn't even know. Well,
0: it's that- funny how the movie plays off about like that in a little bit, We're like yes. in the beginning where like she keeps yes. on falling into the traps of like oh, we're not going to kill the two football players right here. We have like some blank bullets. That, yeah! Uh, you know, I'm really like, going really to kill them right here. But it's, after a while, it's like, all right, we're no Ryder, how fucking like gullible are you that you're believing? Like, exactly. oh, okay, yeah. I
2: feel like that totally touches the perfect high school condition where it's you feel there is an external control on your life and you have no control... Of what happens to you, and it's like, no, you're making these choices to believe this psychopath, yeah. like a true sociopath. He might there's, be cool, but like, there's
0: there's one note that I I said like right in the beginning. Of the movie, yeah, he shoots the blanks at the two football players. Yes, and like you like, oh, and they talk immediately. Like, oh it's yeah, it's called the red flag. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, oh, he's not gonna get, he's not gonna expelled. He's probably gonna be suspended. I wrote immediately. This is what is aged the
1: worst than the movie because guy really like, <laughs> right, with the yeah, fucking spell school. And school, school, arrested school in jail. shooters weren't a, as big of a problem than you know Columbine yeah. was another what 10 years. What year did away. this come out? 89.
2: Yeah. 89. Okay, so this is a year or two before Jeremy yeah. was the number one hit for Pearl Jam about a school shooting. Mm-hmm. Like and that was ten wasn't years before Columbine, yeah. Correct. Columbine was 99. Like it wasn't a thing people thought of like it was satirical. You could make jokes about it then.
1: Yeah, you couldn't really you can't make a joke you about it. You can't do that now. Shooting. You can't you can't do it. It's it's the point they made a, a
0: Heather's TV show um like about like five years ago, That Apparently was god awful, but they didn't even broadcast in the US because I think it was supposed to be released and a school shooting happened like maybe like a week before. They're like, okay, we can't release this now. <laughs> like not not in this climate right now. So um no, it, it's a th-
2: product of its time completely. Exactly.
0: But in a way that I still feel like works in a way. Oh, that it's they, wonderful.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean,
0: one thing about this movie that I was just writing down, uh, I don't usually do this when we cover movies, but I was writing down quotes so much. I mean, like
2: yeah. we said earlier,
0: fuck me gently with a chainsaw, you know. Uh, my teen angst bullshit has a body count now. <laughs> um, my favorite is uh, fucking Shannon Dottere when she says to uh, uh, Veronica,
2: she's like, Veronica, why are you pulling my dick? <laughs> <laughs> no, it... it, it it has the perfect pulse of the time. Those were the jokes people made. It was fresh. It was funny. It was not, you know, when you watch a teen movie, quote unquote, and it's hacky, you know what I mean? And like nothing hits and you're like, Oh good. We're watching like some. It's, it's, it's when they try too hard, like uh, exactly.
0: and the new Ghostbusters movie from like two years ago, and there's a character named Podcast because like podcasts uh, are big right now. So we got a character named uh, Podcast. It's like, all right, come on, try a little bit harder. Yes. Right
2: here. It, um, hey, it, this was what a, was your mind, Tim? You know, you can see the strings, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like, you know, this script was made by this guy, Daniel uh, Waters, who's kind of like a Tarantino type guy. He was a video store clerk. He wrote this movie and he wanted uh, Stanley Kubrick to direct this originally, which would have been like, oh my God insane because like uh, this is also probably some like video story clerk that was high as fuck and be like you know who I'm gonna get to write my movie the fucking best director out there right now like after hitting a bong or something like that. <laughs> obviously you know Kubrick did not uh you know uh, return any of his letters that he wrote about like hey you should direct this movie for me Uh so instead this guy Michael Lehman is his first movie ever he's also known for uh Because I Said So and 40 Days and 40 Nights Uh so you know m- rom-com guy mostly but
1: you know you can you imagine the Kubrick version of this, Tim, as a Kubrick head? <gasps> um, I love Kubrick. I don't. I. I don't. I like. I get that it's inspired by Kubrick, but it doesn't feel like a. Like it, I don't think the movie works if Kubrick, if it's in like a Kubrick tone. You It'd know? be
2: more psychological, which yeah. is tough.
0: They they were saying the cafeteria scene in the original script, um, like in the beginning of the movie, was written to be a home, uh, like a homage to the barrack scene in the Metal Jacket. So probably like. <laughs> Like really extended right there. Which yes, <laughs> I I think we, we got the good better version because like Kubrick, I don't know how much uh how well this would have been. it would have been maybe a little
1: overlong. You might or... have been
2: too old to do it. Like you might think you want. It's hard to understand. You, you get your finger there. on the pulse of yes the culture of sixteen and seventeen year it's olds. Very very and it changes faster than you can imagine. Yeah. I remember when everyone loved New Kids on the Block, and next week. It was like, oh, you like them? No, it's in ve- high school, lightning fast, yeah. and it's quicker today.
0: Um, what, what I love though is just like you know, once this movie ramps up and we really get to like the Heather one, um, Heather Chandler, uh, her suicide yeah. how you clearly see how every single character slowly just makes a suicide about themselves. Like the one character saying, Oh, uh, you know, she dated me and like, you know, she said that she wasn't ready. And maybe like, you know, that was her just like not ready for a relationship with me or something. It's so
2: (laughs) satirical. It's like they, they under, she underlined Eskimo. Like that's so (laughs) perfect. Or when they they
1: frame the football players for the, as gay lovers, when they kill them in the woods, and then the dad is like, I know, well, you know I love, you're uh, my gay yeah. son, but I, I love you. I love you anyway. Yeah, even uh, you're yeah. my gay son. And I'm like, it,
2: It's so satirical. It, it It's kind of like John Lennon when he was with the Beatles and people were like, they're going to analyze what I'm saying and stuff. That's why he wrote, I am the walrus. It was completely made up words just to mess with people like it's it's this idea that like everything has to have a meaning and in tragedy it's it's almost self-fulfilling like you're doing it to make yourself this is why this awful thing happened and it's contagious like that's another thing in the 80s and 90s like when someone would commit suicide in schools it would Always, always have copycats, and like that, it was this whole epidemic at the time, yeah. In the 80s. That's um, what I think is the darkest part about this movie is it's literally yeah. like it's satirizing that, which is it, it, incredible. It, um, they got away with it. Well, they got it, away it with hits it, on it the because the they did it
1: because they did it right because it's on the pulse. Because it was two, it w- it was three
2: it, kids it, committing
1: suicide, quote unquote, yeah? even though they were killed, and then you of have course. the one person who. You know, the girl who's bullied at the beginning, yeah. who who yeah. then tries to, does, doesn't successfully do it. And then it's like, ah, just like everything else, she's just failing to imitate the popular kids. And it's like, oh, that's my God. why
2: I don't think it's mean. I think it's dark and terrible at a lot of places. But at the end, she's going to watch movies with Veronica on prom night. Like, yes. I feel like there's a nice red bow on but the still, end like- of it. In
0: terms of the context of the time, you know the uh, the high school is named Westerberg High after uh, the replacements lead singer Paul Westerberg, and they a band in the '80s that released some song called "The Ledge." I was about teen suicide. That they're going to have on MTV, and then turns out that MTV revoked it because at the time a rash of teen suicides were happening oh. around the Asian. This was like '87 about it's like contagious. two years before this movie came out. So um,
2: similar you know, things happened when that show Thirteen Reasons Why came out. Oh like yeah, exactly. the HBO one. It's some people need to push it's it's horrible,
0: yeah, um so I got a little other point. I want to touch about Shandoy. I think that she's just a great comedic like uh, persona. She's a great like bitch character. She plays that really well. Oh, there's one point that's in this her movie main,
2: that's her that's her main role, and she's just so good at it
0: <laughs> she she knocks it out of the park. I mean, there's one quote I wrote uh, wrote down that she said in this movie she said, um like Veronica, why are you such a bitch is because I can sell. So. And it's like that sums I up Shandory's. Whole career right there, <laughs> <laughs> notorious have for you, being like a you know, onset trouble right there. She's great. Have you
2: not looked at me? I'm beautiful and I'm popular. I'll do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. See, she apparently they said uh, during filming that she didn't have much of a sense of humor she took herself a little too seriously. And one of the guys said, "I don't think Shannon understood what really got what Heather's was, and that worked for us. I so made the character real. So <laughs> she's this movie for the first time during the premiere." And um, she runs out crying because she realized the film was a dark comedy and not the drama that she was expecting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my God, she's the best actress ever.
0: Yeah, exactly. Just like totally misreading the film you're in, but just makes it better for the film we're watching.
2: <laughs> That's even a better story than the young boy from The Shining that didn't know it was a horror. That's funnier. Yeah. <laughs>
1: exactly. Well, that, that
2: makes that makes a little more sense because you know, it's, uh, it's harder
1: to explain that to like a six year old than to like a grown female actress who should have some pulse on the how the industry operates it's yeah. hard
2: to be humble when you're great <laughs> True. yeah it's true yeah you could,
1: she did a great job i mean i the
0: performances were great overall amazing oh amazing, um, amazing. Christian,
1: christian slater's
0: just doing a jack nicholson impression. exactly
2: but it <laughs> it's um it's like okay play jack nicholson impersonating james dean go and don't worry, we'll give you an earring so you're edgy.
0: <laughs> he apparently <laughs> like wrote a letter to Nicholson saying, hey, you should watch this film, but he never received an answer. <laughs> but it's pretty much you can see just like this is like Jack Nicholson if he was in high school right here. He's doing this. Song 100%. I wrote like,
2: that too. I wrote that yeah. down too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this was this slid him right into Tarantino's True, true Romance, which is mm. another quite a good film
0: great movie too i mean like christian sayer was off the uh, you know right off the highs of this and everything like that but he has nicholson to thanks for his career because without a doubt
2: without yeah. a doubt <laughs> hey good artist copy great yeah. artist steal <laughs> I, I mean as, as
0: a way in this movie i mean like this movie would not work whatsoever if jd was just like some slime ball creep i mean there's a little bit of charm he to totally
2: happen. is a slime ball creep sociopath but that's what he's high charming. school that's what high school girls like and well, that's but, why but, this movie gets it
1: but but he's a charming one though at the, Correct. At the, end of the day. He, he is, is but attractive. like he's very charming like when they're at the uh the store um and he like with the soda like that one of those first initial interactions the slushies, like just you, yes. you can see it um and you know even at like when he sneaks into her room after the frat party and then they play croquet quote unquote um, <laughs> they, euphemism, they, good, yeah, good euphemism. <laughs> uh, and it was, it, yeah, the you know Christian Slater definitely has that 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 tra- that charm. To bad boy, right there—he's
2: the ultimate he, bad boy of the late '80s, '90s.
1: Yeah, uh, and I mean, he's dressed like Neo from the. Na- the Matrix. hundred <laughs> percent No, no. I mean, that, I mean, it, it's, the,
0: it's the Columbine Vines. <laughs> Vines.
1: It really is. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to uh, say uh, it. But you, you said, uh, those are your words, uh, not mine. You, you <laughs> I'll said put it out there.
2: You were not wrong. <laughs> 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 A lot of Magic the Gathering players I played against looked exactly like him. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> but you can also tell he's not stupid. He plays the little game with his father where they reverse the roles and say, "Oh yeah, father," and say, "Hey, you need a little help with your homework?" Like it, it's, it's hey, just son,
0: you gotta introduce yeah. me to the daughter right there. Yes, and it really, it's a great scene of just showing like his family life of just yeah, really, and it's like broken completely.
2: Oh, <laughs> and and he is a puppet, like mm. he's in a house that has sculptures all over the place. He tells, he tells the tragic backstory of the last time he saw his mother. She was waving out the window of a house, of a complex. His father detonated. Like, yes, this man is completely a sociopath. And what's scary is he is so good at hiding it. We don't see it until he's ready to kill someone. Where he doesn't tell Veronica that she's giving Heather Chandler poison.
0: I I, I think I think the clues were dropping there before even uh, he oh, gave the
2: totally, the- but that was where it's like, <laughs> oh no, no, we we have crossed the Rubicon. <laughs> now everyone's either a murderer or an accessory to murder. It was dark. It got
1: murderous. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Now we can talk talk about some more performances right here, too. Oh,
2: yes. I am a star. I'm a star. I'm a star. I'm a star. I am a big, bright, shining star. All right. So
1: is it Christian Slater? Is it Winona Ryder? Because Win- Winona Ryder really is the, the vehicle of this movie. It's it's put onto her perspective. It's uh, She's the lens of the movie. But Slater does have that that charm that kind of he's able to carry through. But I'd love to get your guys' thoughts on on who the star of this movie is. I, I think it's without a doubt Winona Ryder. I mean, I think she has some of my, some of my
0: favorite lines. Like her narration is just so funny. Just seeing her just like... Right in her diary just angrily and just like such a great actor, right there i mean narration could obviously like it's uh take a movie if it's done awfully but i think in her case has uh, done really well and she has just like the most iconic thing in the end of the movie where it's like hey so i'm gonna uh what are you gonna do if your final moments and she just lights a cigarette and was like all right let's see what happens bitch <laughs> and this is her coming off of beetlejuice i mean like beetlejuice was literally the year before and just like That between that and then the year after this was Edward Scissorhands just cemented her as just an alt icon right
1: there. (laughs) Yeah, I I want to say it's her too. Like you need Slater to work, but you you also need Veronica to work because you need like because it's it's an interesting question of like is she just an accomplice to the accomplice to the crimes or is she like you know as we're saying or is she truly like behind it because when she's writing furiously in her diary like it's about like i want to kill i want to kill heather uh Mm -hmm. heather mcnamara like i i want to kill her and then it gets taken to that literal next step um i think she ends up redeeming herself by saving an entire school in the the film's perspective but you do right you have to be likable and also you know play the part of that like and ambiguity between like being guilty or not being guilty like mm-hmm. like where does it live where i don't know it, what happens. so so yeah as, as i was gonna say like, so end of the movie you know she uh fucking
0: what's his name jd blows himself up and everything like that what happens wrong, right, after she like has like the
2: dinner night She's right in, night? In, hey i feel she's she in jail <laughs> no she uh, who knows but the one thing is she doesn't give a fuck because she yeah. takes the red scrunchie and she says, "There's a new sheriff in town."
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: she runs the school now. It's her. We'll uh, figure it out. And I, yeah, I don't think that the throwaway
2: uh, line is she has a genius IQ. She could have skipped grades. She was telling JD that after their croquet. Well, like that's why her handwriting's good. She's smart. She's good looking. Well, It's
0: also just the way that you feel the character is just not really connected to anyone. I mean, like the way that she has conversations with her parents or just repeating the same jokes over and over and over again. I'll just be like, what? Her dad be like, why do I do this? Because you're an idiot. It's like, Oh yeah, that's why. And they do that joke like two or three times throughout the movie and you get a sense that that's like the only conversation she really has. For oh yeah.
2: She get a, you get a lot of the freaks and geeks vibe with Linda Cardinelli and her one yeah. friend who like plays the organ a lot and doesn't like oh, yeah. When she's going back to meet Fog and play yeah. croquet and it's like I this was really nice. And it's just I I feel like that tried to show the soul of her just like Heather Duke burns up the picture of dump truck in her as a child, you know, like there was a cool Mm -hmm. duality there. That's how Christian Slater bribed her to get the petition to blow up the school signed, you know, Mm -hmm. like there, there's a lot of nice little touches.
0: Yeah. Um, I do want to shout out the priest in this movie. Uh, Glenn oh, he Sch- was Shredix, wonderful.
2: From Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Uh, Otho.
0: <laughs> yeah. He was amazing. Just all of his little quotes right here where he's just like quoting Moby Dick at the end right there. Oh,
2: yes. <laughs> Eskimo. And like, they just made it feel perfectly weird. Like the, the 60s 3D glasses, the old yeah. white. Like, <laughs> I was like, this just feels like it. David Lynch directed this part.
1: Yeah, that <laughs> one part was very dreamlike, uh, intentionally. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the priest was great. He had great comedic timing. That was one Amazing. of the funnier, That was one of the funnier lines. Where it's like, I have this quote from Moby Dick to read, and it's like CV. some <laughs> innocuous bullshit. It's yeah. so
2: perfectly satirical. Like, attach meaning to nothing go yeah.
0: <laughs> and
2: and i i just love
0: like how the faculty reacts in this
2: movie i'm just like oh, you know there's the hippie teacher that's yeah, all about yeah. her and oh, it's dude, just like... dude, dude they're in every school
0: yeah and then how she <laughs> says like uh says it's like you know get a job after she says some bullshit it's like you know teen suicide's a real step that teens can take and it's like
2: shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like stop <laughs> just stop yeah. We had a friendship circle. We took care of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, uh, of, uh, I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of scene stealers. Hem- Heather Chandler was incredible. I loved mm. her in Say Anything. She was the perfect queen bee. I think she was modeled after everyone. She wasn't in it long enough. Um you know, Shannon Doherty was incredible. Like the scene of her posing, her being like the bulimic mess, like amazing, amazing. But I think it has to go to the sociopath. It's got to be Christian Slater. Like the movie doesn't work unless you have an insane person, good enough looking and popular enough to move it along it's kind of like how you know i won't even say i was gonna say it's kind of like kanye talented and insane <laughs> yeah it, it,
0: exactly I mean, that's an upset <laughs> that's on like the some- kanye yeah <laughs>
2: yeah
0: yeah I, it, I mean christian slater in general just like very captivating performance very engaging performance and like it's good that he's not just some like a little dweeb or something like uh it wouldn't work it would, if he was no like the one... creep from like much he's the creep from like wedding crashers or something yes, like, that. like they, no you'd be like no believe... what is this
2: movie no one would believe Veronica would hang around with him. He has yep. to have the charisma, like he has to sell it mm-hmm. for this movie to work. So that's why I'm going for him. All right. Ah, are you ready, comedy partner? Waka waka. So, boys,
1: would Heather's work as a Muppet adaptation? <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's a part of me that. <laughs> There's a part of me that wants to say yes right here. But like you see like the dream sequences and it's just like they're all Muppets right there and there instead of like all the white robes. But overall this movie's not cartoonish enough. I mean, I guess I guess the end of the movie JD would be played by the who's the dynamite guy in the Muppets? Um, oh, I know you he's talking like, about. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The one, the one Muppet that like always just like is like having a dynamite like boom explosion right there. And that's <laughs> the end of the movie. He just blows himself <laughs> up right there, just like oh. And then, the Muppet's still alive, but he's just like completely tar black. Like, just, like so no would guy. it
2: work if everyone was a human except for JD? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. G- definitely, G- 100%. <laughs> I, I think, you know, dealing with uh, school shootings, probably not the Muppets uh, up the Muppets alley, if we're going to be Different vibe. Different vibe for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I, I want to say no on this one. I don't see Muppet adaptation of Heather's in any time in the future. But I could his be name wrong. is Crazy
0: Harry. That's the Muppet right there. Crazy <laughs> Harry. Crazy <laughs> Harry plays James. G- perfect name. Perfect <laughs> exactly, name. exactly. He looks like JD, too, looking at the photo right now. Huh. But, but yeah, I mean, like, you know, what do you have else? Like Miss Piggy being uh, one of the Heathers. Heather one right there immediately. Oh, <laughs> well, I think that I can't drink this uh, cup of Drano.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm mad I'm laughing about it. <laughs> All right, boys. time. You know what? I think it would not work as a Muppet adaptation because... The aesthetics matters so much in high school. It yeah. wouldn't be believable if they weren't all good looking. If you they mean weren't. it wouldn't be
0: believable if they're all Muppets? <laughs> yeah. Shocker right no, 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 no.
2: <laughs> you need that unconscious like, oh, I see why he's popular. I see why she's popular. I see why this person is not. You give it Muppets. No one's laughing at Dump Truck and you wouldn't get it, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, darling, you're Um, you're going um, to review time. Give me your score out of five five. stars.
2: Okay, out of five stars. The first time I watched this movie, I thought it was a three. Um. Every time since, I'm giving it a four. I think it's quite insightful. It's an. I think it's a great dark comedy, and like I feel a lot of children of the eighties and nineties, like were shocked the first time they saw this i'm like oh you can make jokes about like i felt it opened up a window in terms of like just laughing at mean things which sounds bad but i think it would I, it's a four all day for me all right
1: tommy what about you
0: all right, I'm gonna echo Dowling's sentiments right here. I'm gonna go four out of five. Um, like I said in the beginning of this pod, this is a litmus test of a movie. Uh dark <laughs> humor. If you love this movie in terms of dark humor, then you get me, you get my sense of humor. Um, I just think that this still plays really well today. Um, you know, other than you know gd not getting to spend uh, expelled for shooting a gun I mean, whatever some shit happens in the 80s <laughs> we'll, we'll, for, we'll forgive it we'll forgive it bend but, a yeah. few rules <laughs> yeah bend a better few rules right here and there but christian Slater, great performance right here i mean yeah. of a writer all-timer right here um this movie just makes me laugh so many quotable lines i mean like i literally was just writing throughout this uh just notes of just like this is why this is funny this is funny um so four out of five love watching this movie over and over again <laughs> it's a great so,
1: movie. yeah i'm and- I'm between a two and a half and a three right now. You're leaning me towards three because, and I'm saying three because I feel like this is a movie I'll have to rewatch. Frankly, I was totally. not. The, I was not in the mood for for this movie in the show. I told you, I gained
2: a star when I rewatched it.
1: Yeah, and
2: I, I think there's a
1: movie I need to kind of rewatch to maybe have it hit. <laughs> more effectively be, hey, be aware there's suicides in this movie
2: <laughs> yeah no 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 there's it's a deeper movie than you think it's yeah. like if you read the screenplay to someone and be like no it's a school movie it's about killing people in a high school and then at the end they blow it up and they're like do they stop them is this an action movie they're Like, no, no no it's comedy <laughs> You'd
1: be like,
2: what? yeah
1: so <laughs> I, for me I, i'm gonna leave it at a three out of five right now I could see it being one of those movies that grows on me over time, but for right now, I, uh, I, yeah, part of it was just not, you know, I was hoping to watch it the night before, but the Giants uh, ruined I don't any want chance of it. me wanting. Yeah, we're not talking about it, but I'm just they ruined any <laughs> chance of me wanting to,
2: to watch a movie. So all I the all the cheerfulness before, before. of our lives disappeared disappeared last night definitely and the mentors were sleeping in my bed <laughs> yeah and, the, and then the jets with aaron rogers i mean yeah yeah, yeah. No, no no it's and after the yankees and mets it's not the sports aren't good in new york <laughs> yeah nope they are not uh well dowling
1: thank you so much for hopping on i with love us you here. guys
2: it, it's always fun i always have a good time but, shooting the breeze with the boys definitely and tommy any final thoughts
0: Um, why are you pulling my dick to me? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, anyways, I didn't see that coming. (laughs) Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you know, you can follow us on social media at at Pod. Um, that's on Twitter, Instagram, um, TikTok, and you know, threads apparently. And also, (laughs) you know, leave us a five star review, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I do want to mention and shout out that I'm actually volunteering for the Connecticut Horror Fest, uh, next. Next week, uh, on uh, the twenty fourth, I'm going to be a volunteer in uh, Excel Center in Hartford. Come say hi. And other than that, you know, next week we have Moneyball coming
1: up, and you know we're gearing up. So, get ready.
2: <laughs> oh, good one,
1: Moneyballs next week. Thank you all so much for listening today. Tommy definitely had that one queued up, ready to go, like before he started <laughs> the pod. He's like, Tim asks me that question every single week. I have a queued, ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you next week. (laughs)